It's time to step into the, the snake, snake Pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of the Snake Pit. Yeah. Snake. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh man. <laughs> man. What happened? I don't know. It was just getting good. Beat yeah. the bar. All right. Thank Sponsors. you very much. Yeah, sponsor. Beat the bar. American Leak Detection. What's going on? All right, Ham. Ham. He's, you okay, Ham? Sometimes it's Get. rough. Sometimes early on it's rough. It gets easier towards the end. All these, just the middle with all that e-news. All these buttons. So we had dinner the other night, um, and we discussed several things about this show, this new little hardline 5.0 incarnation. And one of the things that Davey brought up was... How about some sort of hardline story time type thing mm-hmm. where every now and then we look back at something that hadn't been discussed in a million years and dig it back up, give it new life and kind of examine it from a fresh set of eyes and ears. And I figured this would be a good time to kick it off because last week uh, during Bob's World. Bob played us audio from an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia concerning Wade Boggs. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wade Boggs. (laughs) And Boss Hog. And it all kind of tied in to Wade Boggs, the legend of Wade Boggs drinking 75 beers on a um, transcontinental airline flight from Boston to San Francisco or something like that. Somewhere on the West Coast, or back to Boston. Maybe Seattle, I don't know. As Wade played uh, for the Red Sox. And it was a really funny episode, and and uh, I've seen it before, and or seen it since, and it's great. So, But it got me thinking about the interaction that I had with Wade Boggs back in the early part of the 2000s. And it was a really, really random um, meeting. Because we were out there at the time, we used to go to spring training every single year. And I believe this was the first time that I actually went to spring training with the the then hosts, Mike Reiner and Greg Williams. And this was when they were in the the Sunshine League or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they moved they to moved Arizona. To, yeah, so when Nolan got involved, they moved to Arizona. Nolan. Became part of the Cactus League. They were part of the Grapefruit League. Grapefruit League, Sunshine, yes. whatever. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, out there in Florida. And so, yes, we would go to, what, what was the town Port called? Charlotte. Port Charlotte, yeah. I mean, it was a dump. But you had all these little areas kind of dotted in and around Port Charlotte with all these Major League Baseball teams. And so we would kind of travel. We would do our show there, obviously, from from Port Charlotte for a week. But we would kind of bounce around Fort Myers and other places just to see these teams. The Red Sox were down there. The Yankees were down there. There were certain you know teams that were in and around there. And for whatever reason, we went to I'd see the Devil Rays play. Back when they were still the Devil Rays? Yes. <laughs> And as you probably can imagine, Bob, this was not something that I was that was on my bucket list. Man, I need you more and more games. Going to see a Devil Rays game. <laughs> well, so we're all sitting there watching the Rays, and I'm sure they're playing the Rangers. 
but we're watching the game and suddenly we are handed this little missive up in the press area and these are tiny tiny little stadiums you know called a couple of thousand they're all beaten down right a lot of them weren't redone or anything like that and i think the rays took over somebody else's facility that moved out to uh, the cactus league and they're really more, they're more like high school stadiums than even minor league stadiums like there are high school stadiums now that that are infinitely better than some of those those florida stadiums i'm sure they've been redone since we started going out there but they were really really bad but anyway up in the beaten down press area they handed us like this little one sheet and, and it said on there uh Wade Boggs, legendary Red Sox and and Devil Ray, because if you remember, Wade Boggs played the majority of his career, obviously in uh, in Boston, Boston but sure. his last couple of seasons he made it to Tampa to play with the Devil Rays. That's right. Got his three thousand hit hit in Tampa. Not only that, they retired his number. He played there two years at the age of like forty and forty one. And he ends up there. Then you think Bill Simmons is mad about that? Oh my God! Then um, he became like there as Brett Hull became with uh, with the the Stars. Wade Boggs became an ambassador for the Rays, and so the press release said, if anybody would like to talk to Wade Boggs about the Tampa area, because that's what he was promoting, the Tampa <laughs> the area. Tampa area, yes, it's a nice bridge, right. Then you're more than welcome to. And so I kind of looked at the guy. I was like, can I do it like now? And he goes, yeah, he's right down there. And again, it's a little stadium. So you walk like 50 feet down so there. Where is it? What is he doing? And there's Wade Boggs standing there, like dressed like Jimmy Buffett and just kind of hanging out. And so I walked down there and I was like, uh, excuse me, sir. And he was like, yes. And I was like, I was told that I maybe I could speak with you for a second. And so I had it in my head that I would do this interview and fake confuse Wade Boggs with George Brett. This is one of my favorite Brilliant. things. I'm so happy Brilliant. right now. And I haven't heard this in years. Yeah, I mean, dude, I've not. I listened to it this, this morning. This, to quote Ryan's, is when you were useful. <laughs> when... Yeah. When young, long-haired snake had a giant sack and would just go up and do anything he was told or any random idea he had. Yeah, just go for it. It may suck. No matter how high profile, no matter how intimidating. Right. It may absolutely suck, but I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. You know, and I was new to the show and all that crap. So, um, but I had this idea and I had like hastily written notes out of what I was going to say, you know, and I kind of, cause I was like, can I do it now? And the guy's like, yeah, go down there now. So I ran down there and, and, and I, I, before I did the interview though, I think the game was going on and he was like, can we wait until the middle of the inning? Or I can't remember, but yeah, we sat who wants there to interrupt the spring training game. We sat there and we talked and oddly enough, we were talking about Star Wars. I'm not joking because I think at the time the new, you tried that with Pete DeBoer as well. Oh uh, Yeah. The new ones were coming yeah, out. Yeah, maybe Phantom Menace was coming out or yeah, something. Yeah, and I don't know how it got brought up or anything like that, but I had this pleasant conversation with him, and then when it was time, he was like, okay, let's go. And again, I never brought up his name. I just said, hello, nice to meet you, sir. I didn't say... Like Ron Dane. Yeah, exactly. Hello, <laughs> hello. nice to meet you. So <laughs> I, you know, it was just all this, you know, surface stuff, but... 
we had we had a very nice chat beforehand. Okay. And I think that I disarmed him. <laughs> like we had a few laughs and things like that, which is always very important when you're doing something that may be a little scary. Grease the skids first. Exactly. You got to know how to play before you just dive in there. So, uh this was how it went and um stop and start if you want, but uh just this was in Port Charlotte around 2000, and there I am with uh, with Wade Boggs. All right, we're here with the great Wade Boggs, um, joining us here live in Tampa. i got to say you look different in person than you did uh, on the baseball field. And I don't know if it's a facial hair or what, but you look more handsome than I remember you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. That uh, Well, actually, I'm out of uniform, and, and I wore a tighter uniform. Uh, when I played, then I then I normally wear clothes, so that's probably the one thing. You look like an extremely handsome version of Tom Kite. Tom Kite, a much Never. much higher level of, of <laughs> well, handsomeness. Well, I'm sure he's he's a much better golfer than I am. That's that's for sure. By the way, Tom Kite is not very handsome. <laughs> oh, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> like you would, I don't know. You would like, not want to look like Tom glasses. <laughs> They're all foggy all the time. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> All right, you're a career a career 300 hitter. You got 3,000 hits, a couple of Gold Gloves. You got to feel like you contributed when you look back on your career. You got to say, you know what? I did something. Well, I had fun playing. I, I think that when you sit there and 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 try to be the best that you can be to help a a team win, these are the things that you need to do. You need to get on base, drive in runs make plays and and things like that. And these are just awards that you get once you accomplish something in a sport. So uh, when you strive to be the best, uh, some people get there and some don't. Well, congrats on uh, making the Hall of Fame. I'm sure that's really been your goal from day one. I guess every person's goal that's in the major leagues. Uh, Hall of Fame? Yes. Uh, Well, I just retired last year. So uh, (laughs) it takes five years to to vote on that. So... uh, Okay, I, I thought you, I thought, I don't know, I thought you retired a, a while back. Um, yeah, it's only been a year. I retired in uh, 99. Okay. Uh, you got a World Series ring. Probably could have had a few more if it wouldn't have been for those great Billy Martin Lake Yankee teams. Uh, but, but at least you got one. Well, in actuality, when I was there, Billy Martin was in Oakland. So. Okay. okay. You have a World Series ring? Yeah, but it, it, it Billy Martin wasn't a manager. Okay. So, I never played for Billy Martin. All right. Um, talk about playing with Jim Sunberg. I know in 85 he joined your team, and um, a lot of people locally back in Dallas are, have fond memories of Jim Sunberg. Did you enjoy playing with him? Oh. Catcher? Right. Jim Sunberg? Right. Uh, I played again, played with him on an uh, 86 All-Star team, but I never played with him as a teammate. Let me take you back to the mid-80s. You're having a great season as usual. Hit a home run against New York. Billy Martin, who we were talking about early, he protests a home run. You come run out of the dugout, freaking out. What's going through your mind when, when he actually protested? And, and um, you got to be thinking, this is the most insane thing I've ever heard of. You got the right bio there? <laughs> Wade Boggs. Yeah. Yeah. And he ended up winning the argument and the, the whole pine tar incident. No, that, that that's George Brett. That, that's pine tar. That wasn't me. I wore a lot of pine tar on the bat, but it it. I didn't. I didn't hit that home run. Who'd you play for? Boston Red Sox. Were you good? You you got my bio there. I thought I did. I'm sorry. 
I was handed this stuff from the NFL. Well, everything you've been asking me sounds like you got George Brett's bio there. <laughs> what do you do now? I'm the batting coach for the Devil Rays. And they're a minor league team for who? Uh, actually, they're a major league baseball team, and they're in the Tampa Bay area. All right. Were you as good as George Brett? You did your homework, didn't you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. How do they give guys like you this job? I don't know. I apologize. Is there anything you'd like to promote? I'd like to promote the Tampa Bay area. That's for sure. That's why I'm here today. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's all I have for you. I appreciate you coming by, and I'm sorry for the mix-up. But Yeah, see if they can get to fax you a different bio next time. <laughs> I'm sure you were a great player in your yeah, day. Appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, thank you, all Mr. Right. Boggs. That was oh my gosh, dude! Brilliant. Did you ever go back and let him know, or to this day does he realize? No, I think you're the biggest moron ever. I let him know, and um, he was laughing. He, I think he knew midway through it. You know, he, I, that's incredible. He knew I wasn't that big of an idiot. You know, I think at the beginning he was like, okay, and then he kind of caught on to the bit. But um, the st- he wrote it out. The stones were incredible there. Yeah, he was funny. And then I saw him again a couple of spring trainings later. I can't remember where, but I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, George. And uh, he looked at me, and he was like, oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time you pooped your pants at Caesars? (laughs) (laughs) You literally accused him of the pine tar home run. That's so great. So wow. anyway, yeah, that uh, when you played all that uh, the always sunny stuff, it reminded me of that. So there is uh, our first edition of Hardline Storytime. You, yeah. know, you know what that inspired was that Gribble interviewing Ice Cube as Ice T. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was inspired by this bit. Damn, <laughs> was, is that is and it, that was amazing too. We should visit that soon. I would love to <laughs> because Ice Cube wrote it out too. He did. He's like I think you're trying to ask Ice T. <laughs> I'm Ice Cube. <laughs> it's so good, man. That's legendary snake. All right, that's the best snake pit ever.